Hey everyone, welcome to the Thunk Tank Podcast. Thanks for downloading. So uh, yeah, Game of Thrones is over. Uh, Valar show endis, or whatever the hell we wrote in the episode notes. Um, you know, it mostly sucked, right? Uh, so we, we get into that. This episode is kind of half of an analysis of Game of Thrones and half um, us proposing alternate endings. Some of them are just purposely bad. Um, but I, I did write a more serious blog post that goes along with this episode it's about oaths honor and sort of what i thought the best scene from the season eight was um you know just uh between john and Tyrion. so uh i link to that in the episode description or just go on our website at thunktankpodcast.com and you can uh check out that blog post otherwise you know get thunky in here with the uh uh, beer version of the analysis Uh, i do have one bit of business to tend to so we have a patreon account which is how you can support us online for uh, as little as $1 per episode. So a couple of shout-outs. One shout-out to Brett. He's on our $2 uh, tier of support. And then we do have someone on the $5 tier of support. That's B.L. Clark. And so he's now earned a Turkish poem, uh, which, you know, is that valuable? I don't know, but I have one here, and I'm going to read it. Gülar kırmızıdır, menekselar mor, benim tuvalet gitmem gerekiyor. Çünkü eve kadar yürümem zor. Gelsen ne çektiğimi bir de bana sor. Bizde ata bari var. And I guess I don't have to tell you, but I'll read the translation, like, you know, in case you don't know Turkish. Um, roses are red, violets are blue. I need to go to the bathroom, because I can't walk until home. Come ask me what I've been through. We have... Atabari, that's a type of Turkish dance, so that part doesn't translate really. Um, so congratulations to B.L. Clark, you're one of the big, big time patrons and you get a Turkish poem. Uh, anybody else wants a Turkish poem, $5 an episode, or if you just want to get access to the drunk tanks, um, you know, I think it's worth it. If you like this general episode vibe, it only gets thunkier and drunkier in the drunk tanks. Um, all right. Well, thanks for listening and uh, see you in the Game of Thrones tank. Attention, humans. This is a thunk tank. Please insert this podcast directly into your nearest orifice for viewing pleasure. Okay, you ready? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the thunk tank. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Thunk Tank. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. Welcome. To, come into our. Come into our Thunk Tank. Luke, don't switch <laughs> to the other peanuts. <laughs> Welcome to the Thunk Tank. Come in the tank. We're thinking and we're thinking. <laughs> and we're thunked. <laughs> oh my god, I'm probably more beer than man if we go far enough back at this point. Episode. Going, we are going. It ba, is ba, time ba, to ba, podcast with you. We, we are podcasting now. Is that just our way to not copyright? I think we're allowed five seconds, right? 
of, um, of copyright infringement. Isn't that the rule? I, I just so. asked I, Joe, I'm decided. like, hey, do you want to wire the computer into the mixer? He's like, eh, it sounds like a whole thing. Uh, it, it took us long enough to... It helps avoid copyright. Yeah, so set up the if, soundboard I, at I'll all. I'll tell you this. If we're going to um, act yeah. out a scene from, from the episode or from any of Game of Thrones, we'll just act it out. We, we won't play the clip. Yeah, we'll just take parts yeah. and see where that goes. Yeah. See right. where that devolves. But into. a lot of this is going to be alternate endings to Game of Thrones. Aren't you so excited that you clicked on this now to finally hear alternate endings to game of thrones remember I mean, it needs alternate endings listen the, to the wording i said to hear alternate endings to game of thrones <laughs> important well so i i'm pretty close with the writers and um <laughs> this is andrew yang all over again i know how, how, no. how long can we lie to uh to our loyal Thumb fans tank listeners before they just say fuck you yeah all 30 of them yeah <laughs> i don't know we say fuck you to our listeners enough so <laughs> yeah usually we wait until the end of the episode but we're coming in hard today yeah <laughs> we're coming in hard hard and hot like in the beta episodes before yeah. we were like officially a podcast how like i would constantly be like oh do you like heineken then you can go fuck yourself <laughs> yeah that's right we got to release those at some point those are very offensive uh we'll figure out how to put those episodes behind some court, some some kind of exclusive we'll, we'll need paywall. A, we'll need a paywall behind a paywall because we already have patreon.com slash slunk um, podcast. Like, share, and subscribe. So hopefully, if you've clicked on this, you're a Game of Thrones fan. But <laughs> if you're a Game of Thrones fan, hopefully you also agree with us that the last season, even the last two seasons, were pretty... Well, what is a Game of Thrones fan at this point? Because everybody I know who was a game of thrones well there's book fans and then there's show fans i guess right because also, like, 19, all the show fans are irate million people tuned into the the finale does that count how many people how many of watched those it people illegally? are like diehard fans well how do you define a diehard fan know all the characters know all the subplot lines we're really expecting you know yeah that's thoughtfulness a, and that's that's a fair proportion I think it's a of minority of, no i think it's i think it's i don't think it's the majority but i think it's it's a fair amount it's a lot I mean, there's so many videos on YouTube with tens of millions of views of just all these Game of Thrones conspiracies, and none of it mattered, it turned out, in the end. I just mean, like, I, I personally encountered a lot of people, and, like, I count myself among them because I haven't read the books. Yeah, and, you're, you're a noob. But a lot of people you're who dirty. are just like, yo, dude, dragons, like, yo, the Night King was totally blah, 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 and I'm just like, ugh, what I... Oh, people who liked the last season? Yeah, people who are just like into it because it's a show yeah. where I want to find out what happens, that kind of energy, you know? Uh, but even then, you didn't really fi find out what happened. By the way, wel welcome Tommy. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Tommy cast. Uh, Tommy is a longtime contributor Johnny couldn't to the join cast. us today, so we figured we need another, um, we need more, we need someone in that bloodline. As per Game of Thrones. As per yeah. Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. We need someone who has a claim to the throne in of the house tank. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, house house thunk. House thunk. House thunk is strong. Oh my thunk. god. Yeah, king of the Sounds like thunk. we all have massive erections when you say it like that. Uh, now that you said it, I can't unthink it. So house thank thunk. you. Yeah, house thunk. Are you fully thunk? <laughs> I've I'm feeling pretty thunky. I gotta um, be honest. So uh, we didn't want to analyze like the last season because like we've done that. Also, everybody for the past two weeks. Everybody online. So has is everybody been else over analyzing, and it's. Okay, we get it. It it was awful. We we all know what happened. Can I recap it in twelve seconds? Yes, sure. They should have done ten seasons at least. They did eight because they wanted to do other stuff and get paid more money. So they filmed an outline of how the show should have been finished. I think that was the best way. You said yeah. that to me a few times. That 
the the whole show felt more like an outline yeah. than a fully realized show. Yeah, it's a really good way can, to put it. Yeah, and you can pick apart all the elements of how that did. Have you seen play that out. meme going around? It's a picture of a horse, and like the ass part of the horse is like a real picture. Then the middle part is sort of like a very well done pencil drawing. And then the front part of the horse is like a stick figure, like five-year-old drawing. Nice. And it it said like seasons one through four. Oh, and yeah, And then it exactly. said season five yeah. and six. And then the last part was yeah. season seven and eight. Yeah, exactly. Which yeah. I think uh, I've actually seen that that same meme before with music. They, they say like how I sound in my at, at home, how I sound in my like studio class at school how i sound at the audition like showing that progression from like you know like playing at your best in like a deep complex way to like just being so nervous that you sound like a fucking you can't play your instrument or something to being that you don't know how to finish one of the best fucking series ever but you also said something to me joe yesterday (laughs) which was that it was it, it really doesn't matter how good of a writer you are um it's too difficult to finish such a complex plot in right in six episodes right that's like we were saying yesterday if you if you were writing a symphony, and I said, oh, make it five minutes. You'd say, yeah. that's not a symphony anymore. Hey, we that's really love anything. Mahler 2, but we want to make it into a Fox show. Can you sum it up in, <laughs> yeah. like, 22 let, minutes. Be, be realistic. Instead <laughs> of it being, minutes. you know, an hour and a half symphony, can you make it 30 minutes? Yeah. Because to make it five minutes is just silly, but it, it would be the equivalent of, of that kind of cutoff of material. Well, you could still have so, sort of all the major... I guess musical points, but how would you bridge them? It wouldn't make sense. Yeah, you would have to. You would have to just accept that some of it won't make sense. Yeah, and then you can kind of paste over that yeah. those gaps that you left and pretend like it's okay. Yeah, which you know? is exactly what happened with like Game what of they Thrones. did with Jamie. They probably oh, thought, I uh, want Jamie to be in King's Landing, dying with Cersei, and they thought, how can we make that happen? Instead of thinking, what would the character we've created and who's changed over the series, what would that person do? You know, it's interesting yeah. you say that because that reminds me, there's an old, really old uh, video of the South Park guys. I forget their names. The the creators, Matt Parker. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, one of them. Yeah, and the other dude. Um, and they talk about how in writing, you always want to write about this happens because of this and it causes something else rather than this happens and then this happens and then this happens. You need to really develop the cause and effect. In a deep way. Yeah, and that's what happened with Game of Thrones where it stopped being cause and effect. It was They knew, oh, we have to get Jamie from this point to that point, so he's just in King's Landing now. It's like the bad way of writing a paper for, and you probably see this all the time yeah, as a yeah. professor. You do if see I it say, in writing. If I say, hey, yeah. here's my thesis statement, ahead of time yeah. now i'm going to sit through the book and try to find proof for that yeah as opposed to the real way which is like you read the whole book and yeah, then you, you actually think to yourself, what point is emerging from yeah. this and like let me go in that direction yeah i mean it might have been doomed from the beginning because there was after they ran out of book material that could have been part of it but i think the rushed like because yeah. it should have been i think it should have been 10 seasons i think it should have been at yeah. least 10 seasons. Um, I, I mean 10 seasons i think you could have done a good job with it because then yeah. you have all this flexibility right yeah you can make the whole Night King thing a whole season. You can make the whole King's Landing thing a been. whole season. Yeah, those each should have been a full season. And again, if Queen Daenerys is going to become the Mad Queen, I'm fine with that, right? Yeah. Um, but she can't do that in two, three episodes. Yeah. yeah. It's a big jump. Yeah, it's she, a huge jump. She did jump. it so fast that it was it was like, wait, what? Yeah. Well, the seeds were there, too. That's actually what's frustrating, because if you go back to last season where, when she burned the Tarleys, that was a good sign of, oh, she's starting to lose her it was grip. right on that line of like well but they didn't she, she's doing it. something and it's for a greater good and when you're doing something for a greater good 
And that good is some a kind of good that multiple people agree with. So like all of her right hand people were with her. Yeah. Because the like Tyrion says in that last scene with um when he's in the jail cell and Jon Snow comes to visit him. Oh yeah. You know, like it's sort of like, you know, she did Which this, I still think was the and, best. And we I still think that was her, you know? I she, still think that was the best scene in season eight. I just finished was, a blog post about that. Yeah, where, and when you said Tyrion this to me last John. night, which is a good point. Had they done ten seasons, they would still arrive to that scene, and yeah. it could be exactly the same. Yeah, like yeah. that scene. I don't think you would have to change. It was. It was yeah. a. There was a thread running through the entire series about. That was a scene that needed lots to of people, be gotten but to, especially yeah. Jon Snow and his his sort of complicated relationship with taking oaths and having honor. Yeah, like that. That whole idea. I think the whole series. Jon Snow's thinking to himself, "What would what would Ned Stark do? What would my yeah. father do? Right? Yeah. Supposedly his father. Yeah. Um, well." Yeah, that also didn't wind up. Do you remember that dialogue with with Maester Aemon? Aemon Aemon says, well, if your father, Ned's Lord Stark, had to choose between honor on the one hand and love of his family on on the other hand, which would he choose? And Jon Snow only says he would would do the right thing no matter what. Yeah, which is what he did with Jon because he chose his his family over honor. But Mm. then when Jon's talking to Tyrion in that little whatever jail cell, whatever it was, um, in the last episode... Tyrion says to John, "I know what I'm asking is awful, but it's the right thing." Right. Yeah. You know, and and you can sort of see in Jon Snow's eyes, like, okay, just because this is hard for me doesn't mean it's not the right thing. Right. Yeah. But he's still not sure until he goes to see her, and she's like, "No, I know what's good. I'm going to create a utopia." And he's like, "All right, Tyrion was pretty dead on." <laughs> <laughs> Tyrion nailed it. Yeah. Like I almost wish, like again, if they could do that progression over more seasons, yeah, they could have had him be more unsure about if Daenerys is good or bad because they yeah. would have they would have even shown her lighten up a little bit yeah. maybe be like I regret what I did but she had no regret that was the scary well part. even getting into like starting to bridge into alternate endings if you look at the last episode as a good example the from the point where he killed like a oh, spoiler yeah We'll, we'll do that in the intro know. that we've yeah. drawn here yeah uh, from the point after right after he kills her that should have been the end of an episode and then the final episode should have been dealing with all of that. Mm-hmm. And, and they threw and that could, into 10, 15 minutes. Because it's it, it, there's so and there's so many questions left. It, it's like, all right, why didn't the Unsullied and Dothraki just tear John to shreds when you know he went up to them? Makes apparently, no and they said, were okay with. Oh, the I killed Daenerys, so. and she flew. Uh, Drogon took her body away. They'd be like, yeah. okay, well you're dead now. They wouldn't lock him in jail. That just doesn't make sense. Now, how did they know yeah. that he killed her? See, so this what, is... Is he so honorable that he's not even going to try to lie about it? See, this is... But we don't know because they didn't yeah. fucking show it. All see, off screen. They just like skipped a lot of all of it. This is what I would have done is, uh, not so much as an alternate ending, but as further explanation. I would have had him leave there and and say, uh, oh, Daenerys went flying off of the dragon. Have him lie, like force himself to lie to escape the city. And then they realize, like, Greyborn finds blood and realizes, oh, John's lying and tries to stop him. And there's a fight to, like, get John out of the city. Yeah. And then he does, but the Unsullied and, and Dothraki still have the city. And it's sort of opposite. And then John has to make the decision to surrender himself later on to join the Night's Watch in order to stop, you know, get the Unsullied and Dothraki to leave the city. That could have been a whole other episode to develop. But no, we, we just assume they threw John in jail because that gets us to the next plot point better. Doesn't make any sense, but that's how they, again, they went with the outline. They didn't go with actually yeah, developing. Yeah, and totally. I mean, it, it's 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 annoying because that's really what made it so good was that 
the the bridges in between, right? We talked about this too, how so much of the early show was about the journeys between places too, whether like inside a city or going between cities. Well, what's the difference between Taylor Swift and Mahler? I, you know, like uh, one. <laughs> I don't know how to finish I my meant sentence that rhetorically, but just <laughs> just like the idea of like you know when you're going to listen to a Mahler symphony or Beethoven, whatever, you know, you get that the point. Like you have to have the attention span for it. Do you? Uh, yeah. Wait a minute. I'm in it for the long run. I I and, disagree. Name me one Taylor Swift song. Um, yeah, see, you're full of shit. That's not a name. That, that's you having a stroke on air, Luke. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> I actually can't name you one Taylor Swift song. So, so um, you're a, a liar and a and a and a dissonant. Can you, Tommy? <laughs> I can't either. <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't call me. Um, so, how would you have ended Mahler, Tommy? Mahler? I, uh, no, let's each give like um, <laughs> let, let's spitball like, a few what? ideas for alternate endings for Thrones. We're like, in the, we're in the, the the room, the boardroom. By the way, I want and they say, come to us oh, and okay. they say it's before season eight. They're working on the script and they say we're we're screwed. We we're don't stuck. know. We kind of forgot how to write a show, just like Daenerys kind of forgot about the Iron Fleet. I do so want to say though, I'm happy with, we need your with the ending. Like I'm not the most happy, but I'm happy because with the it, content of the ending. Because but, it's like Martin's said, ending. It's, yeah. it's, an, it's an outline, yeah. and I feel like that's just, what Martin told them. They threw out all the details yeah. that would make that ending beautiful and all that. But um, let's spitball some ideas for how they could have. Because I think there are multiple ways it could have ended well. You know. Yeah. Um, well, I think it comes down to the it comes down to filling out that character development because otherwise it's just. I like I I agree with you. I understand how it ends where it ends in terms of I could see Bran becoming king, but you have to develop that. You yeah. you can't just sort of make the leap there. And then it's it's almost laughable how they gloss over things where Sansa says, "All right, well, Sansa, whatever her name is, it's not Sansa, Sansa, <laughs> Sansa Stark." Uh, she says, "Oh yeah, the North is going to be an independent kingdom," and Bran's just like, "All right, really." That's been the whole series. <laughs> he and, is like an enlightened Buddha, though. Yeah, but why? Like, it, what's he going to do? Be like, I care about yeah, it? Yeah, but what should have happened is Dorne and the Iron Islands would have been like, uh, yeah, us too. We've also been doing this the entire series. And before, Dorne's like, whole history is about not being What subjugated. do you think Bran would have said to that? He probably would have been. Uh, he, he probably wouldn't have said yes to letting Sansa secede because it would have been like, who? all right, now we're down. Sansa, no. Sansa Stark. I, I was like, "Who are you talking about?" I don't know that character. Because now they're down I'm to four. With her. Now they're down to four fucking kingdoms. Then, yeah. Then what is it? Well, the Iron Throne doesn't exist. The, the concept of something else exists. Well, right? so that's that's what the I, Iron Throne was. The concept of like the conquerer see, gets the kingdom. That's what I feel like. And now that's they should have nobody should, won the Iron Throne. Well, they should have been like technically no one won it. Yeah, he should. They should technically Jon Snow won it, and then the dragon yeah. was like, "Fuck you, let me destroy it." Side note, can dragons understand symbolism? Yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> like, he didn't kill the person who claimed the throne. He killed the piece of metal that he's never seen in his life. That's a good question. And yeah. he's a dragon. It killed his mama. It did kill his it, and mama. He, she burnt it. Are dragons not allowed to kill other Targaryens? <laughs> Is that just like a, a law of physics? See, that's what I would have liked. I would have liked for... Well, would he have gotten toasted? Yeah, well, I would have liked for him to try to burn John, and yeah. then John just gets, you know, he pulls the Daenerys, and Immunity? he's just like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a Targaryen. I can't burn from Dragonfire, and Drogon's just like, all right, I'm still pissed, but I'm going to take Mama away to, to you know, Valyria And then the throne stays? No, he can burn that down, too. 
burn but, it all. But I mean, like that the, the concept that the dragon would even know that the throne is the symbolic representation of the king. They, they're very vague on how smart like I'm the fine with the dragon yeah. knowing yeah. like the alpha is like the the person in charge and all of that. And I'm also fine with Daenerys having like some kind of special connection with dragons and all of that and any Targaryen, yeah. whatever. There's explanations for that, but. I don't see any explanation for why the dragon would be smart enough to know here's about an expl- the throne. Here's an explanation. Bran wargs into the dragon and burns the Iron Throne instead of Jon. Bran did shit in season seven and eight, which is so frustrating because... All he did was take off his glasses like, as an actor. <laughs> yeah. like He takes off his glasses to, so like, to have stare. that. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know what they're trying to create is like people say if you go to the east and like... You go to Burma or or a places. Who's, what people? Who are these people? People that study meditation in the East. Name that me when one. You, when you meet people, name that, me one. One name. One name. Yeah, one name. Um, Sharon Salzberg. Made uh, up. Jack Cornfield. Not real people. Um, Prove it. Uh, Ram Dass. You have their numbers. Uh, Ram Dass. Yeah, that's Timothy Leary. How many names does this guy uh, have? He became Ram Dass when he was, you know, over oh there. enlightened. Anyways, the point is when you meet like these, you know, meditator type people that have like. Uh, enlightened the themselves meditator. or whatever, they, they have like an emptiness behind their eyes because like they've gotten rid of their oh, identity. Oh, like my, like my dog. They sort of, well, the dog never had an identity really, right? Right. It's That's why like he looks at you with those glassy horse eyes. Pet me. They call it duality, right? Do you feel like you're separate from the world or are you just part of everything, right? And these long-term meditators have that sort of emptiness where, you know, like how many times was he called Bran in this last season? He goes, I'm no longer Bran. You know, like I'm everything. But that's bullshit because not he, necessarily. No, it is because he winds. They up should have t- just actually developed that and make it. Make yeah, it but something. That, he says explicitly, "I can't be lord of anything anymore." And then they say, "Hey, how about king?" And he goes, "Oh yeah, that was my plan all along." Yeah, was it though, or was that yeah, like he, a cheap writer's trick to get? Oh, to it's all che- it's all cheap writer's Ooh, tricks. Geez, so, man. do you think George R. R. Yeah. Martin's version of getting Bran there will actually be something? Yeah. Now, do you think Bran becomes the Night King? Well, it's way it's way weirder in the books, first of all, because where they're up to in the books, uh, the last thing you see with Bran is he recently got to the um, the fucking Weirwood Cave with the uh, Three Eyed Raven, and he's like started training with him, I guess. Yeah. And it's way darker. It's way weirder. Like it's implied that uh, Jojen gets murdered by the children of the forest and they turn there's all these like conspiracy theories and i think there's a lot of weight to them where they turn him into this like green paste because bran drinks this like mystery green paste that they bring him and jojen's just gone nobody knows where he is and so he he drinks that to enhance his you know wargness yeah his wargness abilities so it's way creepier in the books. That's and pretty cool. Like we don't that. know how much he's manipulating or he's being manipulated by. We don't know what the Three-Eyed Raven's motivation is. He's a much weirder character in the in the books. In the in the show they sort of imply a goodness to to the Three-Eyed Raven. Yeah, it's not and, it's not and so much it's that. It's not necessarily the case that the Three-Eyed Raven's definitely good, right? In the books it's very unclear whether he's good or but not. But isn't that yeah. like the subtlety that makes Game of Thrones so good? Is, yeah, what is, is this good? like subtlety between good and bad? He's also a Targaryen. He's also evil, a Targaryen. You know? The three-eyed raven in the books. Mm-hmm. He he was hand of the king actually. Really? And he uh, something happened. There was a war. I think a rebellion. And he winds up joining the Night's Sounds Watch. Sounds about right. Yeah, he winds. Up, he's, war a, he's, a Night's, he's a Night's Watch guy. The three-eyed raven. He's a Night's Watch Targaryen ex king. Uh, hand of the king. Yeah. And he winds up becoming the three-eyed raven somehow. And that's that's where he's at. 
But yeah, there's all those theories like, is Bran the Three-Eyed Raven? Is he the Night King? And none of it is is what happens. It, the books are going to, if he does finish the books, which I, I, I'm skeptical that he will, it's going to be wildly different. Hopefully yeah. better and, and much more complex. When do you think but, those will come out? Any guesses? I mean, he's been releasing sample chapters of Winds of Winter for uh, years now. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably going back four or five years now. Yeah, I remember when I first got into Game of Thrones, I think he had released a couple of sample chapters that he was working on, but... I mean, he's sort of, I, I don't know what his, because he's written so many more histories and stuff too, which are actually pretty cool if you read the histories. He's done a lot of world building, but even he's gotten lazy World with building, it. yeah. Well, he admitted that if you go east on his map, because he expanded his maps way into Essos, because he has a Far East lands, he has Hun-type people, and then he has chi- uh, a, a, sort of a Chinese empire called Yi-T, and it's this huge Asian East uh, Eastern dynasty type thing. Yeah. And... But somebody noticed, they said in an interview, yeah, uh, you're, a lot of your names of on your new map seem r- really familiar. And he said, oh, yeah, I just kind of ran out of ideas, so I started naming them after names from H.P. Lovecraft novels. Ugh. And they said, oh, why? What's the symbolism? He said, oh, I just always loved H.P. Lovecraft, and I ran out of names. And they were like, what? <laughs> well, you hate, you hate to hear from like a, a really great artist that, that a decision they make isn't you know thoughtful and deep you know what i mean well do you know if you found out Mahler or beethoven you're like why did you choose that chord and they were like couldn't think of anything else well i think there's there's win with the old c chord you know i think i think there's room there is room for it a perfect example where i think he balanced it well was do you know the story of one one the, the giant no why he's named one one no because uh, i don't know if i have the story 100 percent accurate but essentially he made a a, a bet or something with a He's a big football fan. He's a big New York football fan. Okay. Like Jets. I forget if he's a Jets or a Giants fan. Um, but he's he's a big fan of one of them. I one know. one? Well, so he made a bet about like the Super Bowl. Yeah, or this s- giant from Game of Thrones universe is a big fan of the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> he made a he made a bet with somebody and he lost and he had to name the bet apparently was he had to name one of his characters after a New York Giant. Yeah, I think he's a Jets fan, and he had to name it after a New York Giant. So instead of giving it the name of a New York Giant, he uh, get, he picked the player. He used the player's number, which was eleven, mm-hmm. and so he one, he one. called it one one because <laughs> he was a giant. He named the giant after a giant. Sure, which is actually a pretty funny That's at Easter. Least clever egg. enough. That's very clever. I like I, I, I I'm not mad about that. No, necessarily. I actually I actually like that because that's kind of weird that New York football. Uh, culture wound up in Game of Thrones in the most subtle ass way possible. Fine, that's great because I heard one when I read the books. I thought, oh, one one, that sounds like a cool gianty name, yeah. right? <laughs> like that's what giants do. They go around and they go one one like that makes sense, right? Yep. But yeah, so I would end it with uh, Daenerys coming back and night queening them all. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good that's actually one of the theories that people have thrown around that uh jogon takes her north and she now and she's not fully dead or something yeah they, he do, do plenty s- of people have come back from the dead in this show so like that's what i mean take her to the fucking uh white walker central the camp with the there's got to be like pedestal. some white walker general that he left behind up there right no they all die when he dies he's the he's the uh, causal link he's the big cojona so is there some kind of implication that like the Night King cycle could could happen again? Nope, it's over. 
Which is also fucking frustrating because they built that up so much. Oh, the long night. It was a generation long, the last one. And they fought the White Walkers forever. And then they fought in one night. It's, yeah. They did call it the long night, right? It but wasn't like, that long of a night. That's different than the 100-year war. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then that's pretty but much it. But if you it. only have one episode to t- deal with Night King, <laughs> then that's what you'll do. Also, Bran can go back and see all of history. I think that was the best he episode of the full episode, though. Uh, like, like I just felt like depends how you define episode. In other words, like I thought, if if you were to say, and this is what I actually called the blog post I just finished today, like something like, you know, oaths and honor, the best scene from um, the final season. Yeah. Oh, and and you talk about that scene. Uh, I talk about John, that scene and, and because what yeah. I realized is like the very opening episode of Game of Thrones starts with that deserter from the Night's Watch, Will. Yeah. And he had dealt with the Night Walkers. That's, oh yeah, yeah, right. Um. And we knew that he did that, but um, they assume he's just a crazy person because they've been gone for, you know, thousands of years. I mean, years. he's kind of both, yeah. And so Ned Stark kills him, right? And yeah. what you see in Ned Stark is, like, he's like, God damn it, I wish I didn't have to murder this guy, right? But he makes all his kids watch, not the girls, but, like, Bran, um, Rob, and, and Jon Snow are all watching. He chops the guy's head off. And do you remember what Jon Snow says to Bran? Oh, if you look away, he'll know. Don't look away, he'll know if you look away. Yeah. yeah. And then um, it happens, and then the other two, Rob and John, leave, and Ned has a little piece of wisdom to Bran. He says, you know, the man who, who uh, you know, passes the sentence must swing the sword. Yeah, right. And it's sort of like, this is not good. It's not supposed to be fun to kill someone. But right. if nobody died because they broke an oath, then oaths would mean nothing. Right. And 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 to see that the the show culminates with that same, like, what do I do? Yeah. Like, it should be difficult to makes break sense. an oath, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, it certainly makes sense. Do you remember um, uh, when Catelyn uh, Stark says to Walter Frey, but you made an oath to my father, and he replies, I said some words. <laughs> <laughs> so Walter Frey. It's the opposite of Ned Stark. You Classic know? Walter Frey. And, what and a, what show, a jokester. If this show is about anything as like a zoomed out concept, <laughs> it's that difference between the archetype of a Ned Stark yeah. and honor yeah. and and the archetype of like a Walter Frey, Cersei, whatever. Well, that's why it does work at, at certain levels. Like that's why it, it, you know, ultimately, yeah, the last the two seasons. Was good, yeah, the outline was good, but it was an outline. The yeah. last two seasons were <laughs> so poorly executed and they were disappointing. But yeah, you're right. The, and they filled in the gaps the with points. cinematic tricks. Like yeah. big epic dragon flight scenes. Well, that was my problem with the long night is that the battle tactics were just so abhorrently, yeah, insane. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's. They didn't call in any like medieval military experts to they, be like. How they didn't would... call in logical reasoning. There's <laughs> been, uh, no battle in history that I can think of where you put the tra- tr- uh, your trebuchets outside of the castle in front of your army. That, it, and and then put put the cavalry in front of all of that, and then death charge and charge them so that they pretty much all die except for a few. And what you're charging them at is darkness, and in that darkness, you know there are dead magical well, do you know, zombie creatures. Do you know the only point of a of a full on charge like that? The only point it, it, tactically is to try to shock the enemy line and break it. You can't shock dead zombies. You can't shock an enemy yeah. who you know won't retreat. It just, how did they not know? It was, oh, it's good cinematic. And they're so outnumbered, too, right? No, so, they, they they have even, they have more numbers, actually. Because the Dothraki are like 100,000. They have 10,000 Unsullied. 
They have the Northmen. The Dothraki at Winterfell were a hundred thousand. Yeah, they they had all the they had all uh, Daenerys had wait all those of the Dothraki. lights were a hundred thousand lights. I, I don't think buy so. That. Yeah, I don't think that's true. It was it was a ton, dude. Or did they not all charge or something? They definitely had as many as the dead, or they should have. I thought they were vastly outnumbered. No, they could because Daenerys's army. She had all of the Dothraki. There's like hundreds of thousands of them. She had every single Dothraki tribe. I guess she maybe she didn't bring them all with her because that would explain. I think how, she might not have brought them all. That would explain how half of them survived because when. But that making, would also explain how she had enough people to like take King's Landing too. Well, yeah, because when they're making the battle plans for to attack King's Landing, they say that half are still left. I think of of all the all the. Meanwhile, troops, we like, saw all the Dothraki that charged ex- except for like ten. Yeah, like dying. ten make it yeah. back. Yeah. You know how many people Cinematic. complained about like how dark that episode was, not content wise, but like literally. Yeah. I can't see shit. What's going on? Who is that? Oh. Yeah. And they said that they filmed it dark because it wouldn't be realistic to make it brighter. You know, not with the dragons and ice yeah. zombies yeah, 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 and yeah. everything else that was highly and and those battle tactics. I mean, the only you know, the only all the other I could be okay with how dark it was is that well, it was the night. whole point was like yeah, no, I, it's night and it's literally night that's coming to get. But them. it wasn't even the whole battle because once the dragons start lighting shit up, it's plenty yeah, bright. That's true. Yeah. But also, Whatever. like, they call it the Night's Watch because the idea is psychologically for humans, yeah. it's at night that you get scared of the unknown. Like, when it's bright outside, you look out and you see everything and it's not that terrifying. It's a nice but sunset as as right now. It is. It's actually really beautiful. When yeah. you look out and it's pitch black, there's this sense of, like, I have no idea what's out there. There could be snakes. There could be evil people. Better get some dragon fire, my, bro. My five-year-old student today... Um, he, he, he wears his Batman thing all the time. And every time he comes in, I'm like, oh, do you like Batman? He, he looks at me like, yeah, obviously. <laughs> and <laughs> like, I'm wearing all Batman and I wear all wait, Batman every week. Wait, he wears a Batman costume with a cape and everything? No, like Batman shoes, Batman oh. colors, and then a Batman shirt. Does he know Batman Batman's hat, Batman gear? And his <laughs> actual glasses have Batman on it too. That's actually pretty cool. Does he know Batman's not and cool anymore? And then I said, are you, are you going to become Batman when you get older? And he looked at me, he's like, batman's not real <laughs> that's pretty good for five and then i'm like yeah but like you know that. like blah 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 and, and he's like plus i'm kind of scared of the dark so it wouldn't work <laughs> that's definitely not gonna that's p- the main part of the job description that's the first question they <laughs> I was ask like, well, in the yeah, interview. you can't be daytime batman <laughs> like, no, you know, no no that's just a there's guy there's something about the night which is like if you're brave enough to to to, to go out into the night right well the night is that much closer the to, watch, to the, the oblivion King. it's all yeah. about night right well, it's that much closer to the nothingness of it all. Yeah, black, which yeah. is nothing, right? It's just you can't see anything. Question for you two. Is Cersei evil? Oh, my God. That was so frustrating. The last... Ugh. You you take this. I got to process for a minute, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, Tommy, what do you think? How is, much they fucking butchered that? Is Cersei that? evil? <clears throat> so I guess it depends on your definition of evil, though. I hate to say that. Um, but, I mean, what was she out for? Well, who was she evil? Was she evil... To uh, you know, uh, Daenerys and everyone else was she evil to the people? Was she evil to herself? Was she I, always evil? I like she how you're evil. evil. I like how you're explaining this like Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Who was she evil to? Yeah. we are the people. Ninety percent of the evil goes got, to the top one percent. You got billionaires <laughs> sitting in the red keep, collecting all the money on their iron thrones, <laughs> worth billions of dollars. Um, yeah, so anyways, um, I don't know. She was very cruel in her ways to just kind of perpetuate her position and keep her, um, I don't know, hanging on to it by like a, 
any everything she has and everything yeah. she's known it's for kind years of her vibe, now at this yeah. point by like a thread. They did at show all that cost. she was pretty pretty. She had an inclination towards evil from childhood. Like oh, when they showed that scene where she yeah. met with the witch. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty well established. Um, by the way, that prophecy came true, right? Yeah, but they but fucked all the that other up prophecies. Too. They were like, let's just forget about them. They fucked that up too from the books. Okay, because in the books, what happens is there's this prophecy called the Valencar prophecy, uh-huh. which is Valyrian. Uh, and it's this prophecy that she will, because the the witch says that the witch says, "Oh, you'll have children, the three children, they'll and they'll die." die. Right? Yeah. And then she says, "You'll uh, also be murdered by your baby brother." And so she thinks her, that's why she's such a dick to Tyrion in the books because he, that's she, obviously he doesn't know baby he brother. doesn't know the prophecy. She never tells anybody, but she knows like oh Tyrion's gonna try to kill he's gonna kill me one day. So that's why she keeps trying to murder him, and he's just like shit. Why is my sister such a dick? And one of the theories, big theories going into season eight was well, it was actually going to be Jamie who kills her because. Jamie's also her younger brother because she was born first of the twins. I, I can I which would have been can I say an alternate ending that would have fulfilled that? Yes. And, um, so I think Jamie should have pretended to. He could have to Brienne of Tarth. He could have said, "I'm going because you know for the same reasons," or he could have told her the truth. Right. Either way, he could have left. Right. Well, that would be interesting if he lies while he's leaving. Yeah, that would be yeah. interesting too because that's Stark style. Whatever. Life he can do whatever he wants in terms of leaving, but he does leave. And let's say he gets to King's Landing and he kills her so that they'll surrender. And then so Daenerys burns down way. the city. They that are, would be cool. They are um, attacking King's Landing. Cersei's plan is I won't ring the bells of surrender and I'm going to put a bunch of innocent people there to kind of discourage them to try and invade. Meat shield. And let's say Daenerys is about to start burning everything because she's like, I'm not going to let... Cersei knows my weakness is that I have some goodness in me, right? Right. That I I can't kill that many innocent people. And and Jaime kills Cersei and then tells someone, ring the bells. That would have worked. That would have completed Jaime's character arc in a way that's like he had to see Cersei again. But he, he had his own Jon Snow moment of like, I love Cersei. But I have duty towards the realms of men. Yeah. I have a greater honor. Like I love Cersei because my personal opinion about the evilness of Cersei is that she always had a little bit more evil in her than most people. Yeah. But once all of her kids died, that was it. She was completely nihilistic and was willing to do whatever. Yeah. Like the revenge, right? Yeah, sure. That girl killed her daughter, the the Dornish girl, what's her name? Uh that she had like chained up and watched made her watch her daughter die um i forget her name but uh, even if someone did something so awful to you does it really make you feel pleasure to think i'm going to make them sit in a dungeon and watch their daughter die over the course of like a week or whatever it would take yeah and she even tells the guards as she's leaving she says make sure the fires stay fresh so it stays nice and bright in here so she has to watch her daughter yeah well that you know like there's a pleasure she yeah. was getting out of cruelty that well that was something that they didn't play it was only once her all of her kids died that yeah. she became i that. feel like they didn't play that up enough either because that was something i noticed in season uh, what was that season six where she blows up the sept right the the sept of baylor and all yeah. the second half of season six yeah all, it's like all the the sparrows and shit um that was something that i feel like they i mean they had it coming they they no the, no that was that was all <laughs> great i love that 
But what they didn't really emphasize, which I thought was a really interesting point in terms of, like you were saying, to get to her nihilism, is the fact that she blows up the sept and she's drinking wine and she's just like, yes, excellent. She just smiles. And then she immediately goes to torture that fucking shame nun with the mountain. That's mm-hmm. the ah. first thing she does after she blows up the sept. While she's doing that, Tommen fucking kills himself. What she should have done is gone directly to Tommen knowing... This is probably going to fuck up my son to see the Sep blow up and his wife, who he loves, even if I don't think that that's real love or whatever. Mm. I should probably be there to console him to be, you know. You know yeah, he's th- too young to handle he's, he's any of He's too young this. to handle any of that. And instead, she goes to torture a fucking nun. Yeah. And then he dies, and she just kind of, that's it. And and that's kind of the, the completion. Do you think she already that. gave up on him in a sense? I feel like if that's I think, the I case, think the, that should have been Tom played out. I think already kind of saw that, like, Cersei's evil. My mom's evil. But why he would, said that to Jamie. But why wouldn't when, she try to temper that? When they're at the when when um, she's uh, all about gamesing. She's not allowed to come to the, the daughter's funeral. Yeah. And and Tommen and Jamie are in front of the body. Yeah. And Tommen says something like about his mother, like you know she's cruel, she blah blah blah. And Jamie's like, you really believe that about your mom? And oh yeah. You could see like to Tommen, he was sort of like by that point he realized that like I'm pretty sure my mom might be an evil bitch, you know? Yeah. So it's it's unclear whether she had already given up on him or not. Yeah, but definitely the, her daughter's death was like the bigger push into insanity for her. Yeah, like but, if her daughter had come back th- not dead, but Tommen she still, may have been okay. But Tommen's still a much better claimant to the throne than she is. Oh yeah, obviously. But, yeah. Again, it kind of becomes a joke after that, where they say, "Yeah, we don't have the support of the other houses." They basically just own King's Landing. Yeah. After that, because she has no claim to the throne, it, it's absurd. That anybody in the city would even think, oh yeah, only out of fear. Yeah, but exactly. Again, yeah, again, we don't we don't even see other what characters are you do? who Take are me actually out of the afraid. Red Keep. I got a zombie. Good luck, mountain. deal with the zombie yeah. mountain. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> even the king's guard, they're like, I don't yeah. want to deal with the zombie mountain. No, no, nobody does. Because it's a whole thing. It's hard to kill him. Kyber and tried and failed miserably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Frankenstein. Uh, Frankenstein got Frankenstein. Squish. So yeah, it's, it's what good. I love about this show and what I hated about like the outlined shallow ending was like. Is Cersei evil? It turns out it's not a clean answer to that question. Well, no, it is. Even it, for Cersei, it it's ends not with a clean her. It answer. ends with her being like almost very human, which I, I kind of feel. Well, she had humanity fine, in her because she's a human, you know. Well, she realizes, oh shit, she, Daenerys not only called my bluff, but it turned out that she's crazier than I am. <coughs> yeah, yeah. It, it turned out. Yeah. Well, it turned Up out everyone has crazy in them, right? Yeah. Um, there, there's certainly. They dropped hints the whole time with with Daenerys, right? Like, um, if you go all the way back, I don't know if it was season one or two. Yeah, I put that. I I don't know if I put this in the blog post or not, but I I sent it to you guys this morning on the on the group text, where um, Jorah is blocking the oh, what's the, the Targaryen brother of uh, uh, Viserys. Viserys. The eggs. He, That's he, such a good like quote. He's like blocking the eggs and he's like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then Viserys you can, no, is he like, goes, you can go. You can't have the eggs. You can go. You can't have the eggs. And he goes, you swore an oath to me. Don't you take oath seriously? He goes, yes. I, I take them more seriously than anything. And then Viserys goes, but you're, you're blocking my way. Here you stand. And Jorah looks at him and goes, and here I stand. Yeah. It's sort of like, I take oaths seriously towards people who I take seriously, you know? Again, I think the concept of whatever honor is is, like, the real running theme through the whole show. Yeah, which is a great theme. I mean, honor is such a great word 
like, because, like, you don't quite know what it means. What is honor? Well, you have a sense of what it should mean, right? There's, but the it's definition more of like is a much feeling blurrier. word. It's not like a yeah. honor is the blah, 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 blah. What is the <laughs> definition of honor? Yeah, look it up. What's the Merriam-Webster definition of honor? Uh, Siri, uh, what is honor? Did I do it right? Phone, go. You have to have an iPhone to do that. What do I have? Not I have a, that. I, I <laughs> At the very least, not that. I definitely don't have that. Oh, God. Um, yeah, so, I, you know, I mean, it's over. Whatever. It is. The end. High respect, great esteem. Adhere to what is right or to a conventional okay, standard of conduct. Okay, adhere to what is right. Right? How, how, what about all the others who know what's right? They don't get to choose. Or a conventional right. standard yeah. of conduct. So, the, mm, okay, let, let's, let's separate those two out, right? So the mm. one hand is adhere to what is right, and on the other hand is the conventional conduct. I think on the conventional conduct side, that is what you would call duty. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesus H. Christ. That was... <laughs> how, you do, how you doing? Duty meeting What was that? Oaths. No, what'd you say? Duty, uh, duty meaning duty. Sharks go do 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> so if you take an oath, right? Let's say you're going to the Night's Watch. And you say, nah, I shall father me. no children. I shall blah, 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 blah. Right? No, I shall father no sons. All those fucking Night's Watch Learn people. Learn your oaths, bro. All those Night's Watch people <laughs> um, went to Molestown and banged hookers. Not right? all of them. Most of them. A lot of them. Do you remember yeah. what Maester Eamon says when, when somebody but that's not the oath. about that? The, the oath doesn't say that you can't bang hookers. It says that you can't, can father no sons. Yeah, but banging leads to fathering. Yeah, just don't do that. Oh, yeah. Just don't don't have don't so have sons. So you think the loophole is that that you're allowed to? Because I'm pretty sure it was just like the 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 again no, that's, the spirit of the law versus but the, the letter but, of the. But law. that's the what's the spirit of the law? But that's the beauty. That's the beauty of it is that it, you if you get away with it if you're lucky you haven't broken your oath. So the but the spirit of the law would be don't don't mix up with women anymore. Because well, that's you should stick. That's to your how duty. that's how the the hard conservatives in the Night's Watch, like Alistair Thorne, yeah. is very much the type who would say, "Oh, you're fucking wildlings. You broke your oath." Yeah, like he would say that. He would say, Whereas "Oh, if you bang you, somebody, you, you broke might your oath." Say yeah. that. Oh, to father a child means it's not even pregnancy that's the problem. It's you raising claim and raising. A yeah, child. exactly. Yeah. Because Sam, Sam mentions, he mentions, uh, I think early on in the show, he says, you know, yeah, funny thing about our oaths is it actually says, it doesn't say anything about not being with women. It says that we can't have sons. Yeah. And John, I think John says something along the lines of, yeah, I don't think Sir Alistair will care much for your interpretation. Right, right. Right. <laughs> and that's the, I, I, I added this a little bit in this post. But Sam I mean, also just gives up. He's of just, the law versus spirit of the Yeah, law. Sam just gets uh, Gilly pregnant and is just like, eh, whatever. Sam doesn't get Gilly pregnant. Yeah, he does. Oh, no. oh you mean later. In, in Yeah, in the end of season eight. Oh, yeah. Okay. And nobody, nobody says, oh, you're not allowed to, yeah, fine, who cares? Well, there's a sense. And then he just becomes maester, like uh, grand maester. There's a sense of like. There's, <laughs> what? There's, there's a sense of like as the as it the make sense. external conditions become more and more difficult, the spirit of why these principles exist becomes clearer. Well, that's that's why, that's why they knighted Brienne, because Tormund points exactly. out, you're not going to knight this badass chick who. Who could kill us all kill, right now. Kill us all. And Jamie says. Yeah, that's a good point. I'll just do it. And yeah. they they say, oh, you can't. And he goes, yeah, I can. Just watch. I'll just do it. Right, right, right. <laughs> You'll well, all see it, okay, and it's so fine. Okay, so like... question for you then. <laughs> What's the difference between Walter Frey saying, yeah, I said a bunch of words in regards to an oath, and Jamie saying, yeah, I can just do it? 
What's the difference between that and breaking up the rules? It's all just words, people. It's just words. Listen. But they're we're going to Mars, the moon. We've done it. We've been there. And NASA's like, it's what are you done. talking about? We can't. Did get you to see Mars. that today? Uh, today, no. I oh, just God. I saw him like when he was trying to like He's tell NASA like let's go to Mars, and they were like, we can't just go to Mars. <laughs> we have to like plan. No, that. he signed he signed an, uh, some sort of order, and he's given them mad funding or something. How much? I don't know. Hopefully, well, because. He he wants to go. All right, to let's Mars. call this episode Trump twenty twenty. <laughs> and then just yeah, talk about got Game you. of Thrones Game, and then one minute of Trump. We Game of Thrones, you. <laughs> it's really the to, the ultimate clickbait. Yeah, <laughs> you thought it was Game of Thrones, and you got Game It'll of Thrones. It'll keep us from getting demonetized on YouTube when we support Trumpers. I'm just I can't wait to get demonetized <laughs> on YouTube. Be, I can't YouTube. wait to monetize because then get demonetized. Yeah, because that means we got monetized <laughs> yeah. on YouTube somehow. Exactly. I think you need ten thousand subscribers to do that. Something like that. Well, you, you know, are almost there. you know, Martin Martin has said repeatedly and clearly that uh, he likes the Thunk Tank podcast. He loves it. Like, share, and subscribe. <laughs> that Trump is uh, most closely related to Joffrey in terms of yeah, in terms of his archetype, his character, yeah, yeah, yeah all that. He's, sure. He says, yeah. When I think of Joffrey, I think or Trump, I think of it's just a Joffrey. It's a full grown Joffrey. Okay. You know what quote I um. <laughs> I, I, I kind of looked up this quote because I've always said it and I never knew where it was from. But I was thinking about, um, so the Night's Watch people breaking oaths, um, whether they were or not, like, Maester Amons asked, like, why why didn't all these people die? You know, like, they should have been put to death. And and he goes, if we... Oh, yeah. If we... Executed, If we, if we yeah. punished every every Night's Watch member who, who went Snuck to Molestown, it yeah. would be guarded by headless men, you know? Right. And... and So know, there is a spirit to the law that is subjective because he's well, he's right. I, I think in, at the end of the day, the, the, the key is the balance between letter of the law and spirit of the law, right? If you start that's executing undefined. men for, like, sticking their penises into hookers... That's like, how you would scribe it. Thou shalt not stick thine penis into <laughs> Yeah, but then in 10,000 years, is that still a valid way to describe it, right? No, nobody says thou anymore. Anyways, so I, I, I kind of thought to myself, it's kind of like the Or old, that they want to stick penises into Times have been hookers. good for too long, and the Night's Watch has become this pathetic kind of like not... It's a penal colony. So, so Speaking I, of penises. I, I wanted to find out who said it this is. quote, and I found out. The, the, the old... Um, it is. Hard, it's Australia hard for, times for Westeros. Hard strong men. Strong men... Um, sorry, weak, weak. You got nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Weak men create hard times. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. And then the last one, good times create weak men. That was a great show, Good Times. And and I didn't know where that was from. I've heard it so often, right? That, what is that's it from? Sort of cycle. It's from a novel by this guy, G something Hopf, H O P F. Oh, great guy. And, and it's a post apocalyptic novel called, like, Those Who Are Left or something. And it's about, like, that sounds very, this, uh, like, futuristic, long like, nighty. thing. <laughs> and um, it's somewhere from in that book. But I, I kind of got the idea that the whole sense of, like, honor with the Night's Watch came from, like, a thousand years ago being one of the most pure things ever. And yeah, now it was it's probably something sort of that, like, well, who are yeah. we fighting? It was probably something that you signed up for as that was a big deal for your family. Oh, we have a son in the Night's it's Watch. It's honorable. Yeah. yeah. There's this word again, honorable, right? Yeah. How did he die honorably? What does that mean, to die honorably? It doesn't mean you're running from the battlefield and being like, I'm so scared. Ah. It, it, it means that you actually died trying to save someone innocent, right? These are the things that get credited as honorable, right? And so when Jon Snow breaks a vow to kill Queen Daenerys, 
I would argue that's honorable. It's not the Walter Frey version of saying, I just said some words. But that's still subjective, right? Because the Dothraki I, and, the, and the Unsullied would say, you're the most dishonorable. You're saying that there's a, fair u- enough. there's a universal objective honor. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, at the end of the day, you have to realize that you have to rely on your own individual moral code. And you should also have subjective. a humbleness that says... I should make sure my moral code is matching up with all the other. But that's people. still that's still subjective because of the, course it is. The unsullied would say would would say yeah I do. That's why we're going to kill Jon Snow for killing Daenerys. Well, so would or you take say, over would you the say world. that the unsullied or the um, Dothraki have more of a black and white? I made an oath. I'll never break it. That's what it seems like. But is that a good thing? Is that wise or is that the most honorable thing? That's the, this Maybe is they the question. maximize honor. Now you're in the weeds. Maybe they you're maximize the <laughs> honor, right? To actually, like, you know, to actually die to uphold the oath you take might be maximizing honor, but it would also be minimizing wisdom then. Because, like, there are times. So, for example, yeah. I make an oath to you, Joe, and I say, I will, I will find your son and, and, and bring him to, oh, to God. Winterfell. If I have a son, please don't find him. <laughs> I've made it this well, long. Well, we've got news for you, Joe. He's he's eighteen. He's <laughs> eighteen. You know that mistake you made in high school? <laughs> no, that'd be like the mistake oh, I made in like wait, elementary school. Yeah, you know that mistake you made it to your pillow in elementary school? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't remember? I was there with a test tube. <laughs> I'm gonna stop talking about that. But let's say I make an oath to you, right? Yeah. No honor. I make an oath to you right now that who you are. And then when I come back and meet you in 10 years, I don't even recognize you. Technically, your name and your social security number is the same. You like your identity on the surface level, but you're not you anymore, right? Do I have to uphold that oath? Oh, it's like the bike. Would it, the more honorable thing be to uphold it because I said it and I can't break it? Yeah. Or would it be to realize that the conditions upon which this oath got made are no longer true, so I have to let go yeah. of it. Which is the more wise But this thing? is what takes... What would Ned Stark do? This is what takes so much work to sort of... You, you have to work through it, right? And you, it has to be a struggle. If and, it's not you a have struggle, to you're doing it too easily. But that's why the whole Jon Snow killing Daenerys thing really works, because he really had to struggle with that. He was and, in love with her too, right? Well, and he... Yeah, but they... Ish. <laughs> they didn't even show us, make us believe that he was in love with her. That's like, why, like, that scene, it uh, said, like, like, Tyrion says to Jon, like, I know you're in love with her. Like, God, I love her too. Not in the same way, but like I believed in her. I yeah. loved her in that way. But we didn't really feel that. Yeah. Because like they didn't show that. Yeah. They showed us, they showed him reject her. Yeah. He should, he should. She was his queen. Huh? She was his queen. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. He should have just banged her. She's the queen. <laughs> they should have just done it. But that line would have been better is, for is everyone. Hanging onto a thread, he bent the knee. She's the queen, right? Well, he he to do that. He, means how, he hangs onto it. I can't undo it. that. I can't not do. I but, already did it. It's but a even one-way even street. when he's in the face of during that conversation of Tyrion gives every good reason why. Yeah, you need to. He never actually. I don't think he ever actually says kill her, but he gives. He never it, literally says it. But he gives him every reason and and. It's up until the point when he's about to leave, and then Tyrion mentions his sisters, and John realizes, "Oh shit, she is gonna burn my sisters alive." Well, before like that's that, that's where this I is think, going. I think the actual turning point because I rewatched it today. I think that the John act- knew, but he was still sa- he was saying what he didn't really believe anymore. He no, was I, still going through the motions. I think John knew exactly what Tyrion was asking. Oh yeah, from totally. The whole time, yeah, but, no, totally. But when he first was in there, there was no no chance he thought he was going to do it. Yeah. 
the moment that he started to change, like that sort of like big shift, I think, was when um, he's kind of defending what she did, and and uh, Tyrion asks him, "Would you do it?" Yeah, and and Jon Snow says, "I don't know," and he goes, "Of course you know." Yeah. Like, yeah, and then and John just kind of has an honest moment. He's like, "Yeah, I would not kill millions of people." Yeah, you know, <laughs> I would not nuke the town. <laughs> but I, which think, is what happened. I think the yeah, fact that much. they show John struggle so much with breaking an oath, even yeah. even when even in the face of it's so obvious yeah. that you should break the oath. But that's, that's a good, what's honorable. But that can be a good thing, right? Is I to, think that's I think it should be one of the hardest things in the world for you to break a promise or break an oath. You know, if nothing not, nukes new. You don't have honor. Something like that. That's the message underneath. All right, what but ti- sometimes you have to break. What, what time are we at here? Fifty-two. Oh, okay. So let's let's go through quick our, our alternate endings. Alternate endings. Oh. Tommy, go. Oh, you're putting me on the spot here. I know we're speedballing now. Oh. Well, I was gonna I was gonna have a comment One on char- the last thing we just said. Oh, um, go for it. No, faster, more faster. This is the internet. That, and uh, he ended up becoming such the vilified same uh, vein as the King Slayer. He was the Queen Slayer. Right. Same kind of. He thing. was. Oh, yeah. He was the Jamie. Right. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. But but that's your alternate ending. Here's one difference: is like (laughs) Jamie was a bit when we first met Jamie, he was nihilistic, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah, You would think he has no honor, and you might be right because he pushed a kid out of a window because he was banging his twin sister. Like all that doesn't sound like Jon Snow, Ned Stark level of honor for sure, right? However, when uh, Catelyn Stark confronts Jamie when he's prisoner and goes, "You have no honor," and he goes, "Oaths honor." You know, you take an oath to the king, you take an oath to your father, you take an oath to the this. What happens if your father hates the king? What happens? If, and he, he just shows, like, yeah. they're all conflicting oaths. What happens and, when the king the asks the day, you to kill the, the, the weak? Yeah, and what happens if killing the king saves millions? Because yeah. the mad king was going to, like, light the whole place on fire. Yeah, that was something else we were talking about last night, how... How did they not have that moment with Jamie? See, that's what I would have liked if Jamie went to go kill Cersei, and then as he's in the Red Keep, he sees Daenerys burning down the city and realizes, oh, she's done what I was worried Cersei would do. I guess I'll just go die with Cersei instead because Cersei's dead. Yeah. That to me is, because that's tragic because he would have done the right thing, but now it means nothing. And it sort of shows And he his, still does love her. It, yeah, it shows, it shows the so love So much thing. more complete. It shows yeah. the nihilism mm. of like, yeah, I, like exactly. my survival mode is not stronger and, than and his like, whole, I can't handle and this. And his whole, his whole character arc is kind of moot at that point because he suffered for his whole life under this guilt of slaying the king but he was doing it for the greater good to save the city and there's he just doesn't watch it happen what he yeah. uh, t- uh, destroyed his 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 name to prevent is happening and they just we, don't acknowledge it we already said this but i get the impression like they thought i want to have jamie and cersei hugging in the rubble while they die they could have moved it over 10 feet they would have been fine i know Did you like, see that my, rubble pile is the, the, the writers said they want God. they want this ending. I hate and it. They, they made it happen <laughs> and it's like okay sure and Tyrion picks up like how three about bricks. This? on the way back to Winterfell, <laughs> they stop at mcdonald's just cover your head with your golden hand <laughs> um yeah, all right honestly. alternate endings well right. that was my alternate ending Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. I thought we were going to do, like, bad alternate endings. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, wait, oh, so let's do good alternate, alternate endings then. All right, then all right. so that's okay. that's a good one. Do you have a good one? Uh, What, good? Yeah, yeah good. Like, oh, uh, all right, so seven, eight seasons, uh, Night King, full of that. Got to yeah. stretch that out. Got to expand that. Agreed. Not one episode. I mean, it was decent episode for it was what fun they did with the outline it was fun exactly it was stupid but they could have done you fun. know the whole season out of it and spread it out more yeah. and expanded more battles and all that 
nine se- season nine, uh, the whole thing with Cersei and King's Landing and all that, that siege, how that all works out. Make it a whole thing. Clegane Bowl, yeah. you know, all that. Which yeah, make that a whole episode. Tremendous. Yeah, whole episode of Clegane <laughs> Bowl. Huge. Uh, you know, the penultimate episode in that season for sure. But, um... Uh, in the last season, just um, Daenerys is descending into madness and just sure, all sure. that. And yep. you really expand on that. Yeah, spend and a season on that. would have been a that. good way to break that up, I think, at least. They could have made um, her descend into madness not at that battle. She could have descended after she got the throne, even. Right? It, it's it's there. Again, you do see elements of it, but it's just no, they, not developed. One of the things it's I... not explored I, I knew, enough. You yeah. could tell that they got the ending from Martin. Totally, yeah. Because Absolutely. all the Easter eggs and the, and the little trails of breadcrumbs were left throughout the series of showing that she's capable of enjoying the infliction of suffering on others well you get Back that in season one when her her brother gets the yeah. golden crown yeah. or, she smiles and she does not look away she looks right at it or in astapor when she kills the the masters she's fucking loving it burning people alive or when she says i'll bad. give my dragon to that guy you know? No, that, that's, that's the scene I'm talking about. Oh, that guy, yeah. Yeah, and she just burns the city. So talk about breaking an oath. She made a promise to give a dragon for this deal. Ah, but it was for the greater good, wasn't it? She freed all the slaves. Dude, this whole greater good thing gets real complicated real fast. Hey, man, you know, it gets complicated real fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so this alternate ending is not completely my idea. Like, I, I had heard about it on a YouTube video, but um, the, the idea would basically be that, um, again, multiple seasons at least nine so all yeah. of eight would be the night king situation yeah i think you need at least that um, for sure and it's a, it's a difficult battle lots of things happen over many episodes but it ends with them losing but they're at, able at winterfell they lose yeah. at winterfell i agree but, that but been enough cool. of them are able to escape like let's say a thousand like innocent people soldiers whatever are able to escape through that because they've hinted at escape tunnels from winterfell a lot they um the army of the dead takes over and the army of the dead can charge and, and be high energy, but otherwise they move slow, right? It's like zombie like. They're right? they're in no rush. They if, waited eight thousand years yeah, to exactly. fucking. And that's what's so back. terrifying about it, right? Yeah. Like the snake doesn't think I'm getting hungry, I better like hunt faster. It will just hunt at the at the When it's at, hungry. Well, I mean, it will, it, it will just hunt at the speed that will kill best. It will know? get there, yeah. You know, it's it's whatever. It's not planning ahead. It's not reflecting on its yeah. hunger like, gee, I better hunt faster or something. Or the Night King just, who just decides coming. to pause. So as soon as the as soon as the dead Oof. actually win over Winterfell, they, they'll kind of just wander around there for a while, and the Night King will organize them into, like, raise the dead of everyone they killed, and, and he'll kind of rebuild a unified army, and they'll slowly start making the multiple-month journey to King's Landing. So the survivors from Winterfell will make it there way early, right? Yeah. They're going to show up at the gate with like a thousand, even make it 10,000 men, whatever it is. It's clearly like some soldiers, most desperate people. It, it's not good, right? They convince Cersei, let us in. The army of the dead is on its way, you know? And then the next season is the army of the dead having a battle to try and take King's Landing. And in that process... You can do lots of things. You can kill Cersei. You can, um, but I don't know how they would kill Cersei earlier on in that, in yeah, that situation. Yeah, because I don't know how they would get into the city. Because the only way they're getting in the city is if Daenerys bends the knee. Well, that's wouldn't that be the whole thing? Is she wouldn't do that? Do you think she would? No, she would choose death. I think she would just burn down the city. Okay, so then she doesn't bend the knee. The army of the dead show up, and they are fighting the army of the dead outside of the gates. You know, no, I think she would take. She would try to just take King's Landing. She'd be like, "Fuck it, we lost the North. 
Might I think well she might the bend the knee and then kill Cersei anyways. Oh, maybe. That, 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 could, that could be one way to do it, yeah. You could do that. Now, the whole concept of bending the knee is to say, I promise, in, in the sight of the old gods and the new... Yeah, I said some words. And I really believe that, like, that as I was exploring, like, the various scenes throughout the series, like, y- you can find some great quotes. Um, this whole, like, what is it to make an oath and to have, on- like, I said some words. It's like, clearly, it's more than that. But now, if you break an oath to Cersei, that's not as big a deal as if you break an oath to Ned Stark. It should break your heart to bre- break an oath to Ned Stark, right? But the Starks are the good guys, yet Rob Stark made an oath to marry... Mary oh yeah, somewhat, and he, we all know how that turned out. But he did. But he had like <laughs> layers there. That's why the early, he was in love, right? Well, the earlier episodes so love, were so good. Love well, he's being honest. He's being honest because he was in love, and he knew the right thing to do was to marry this woman, even though that's breaking the other oath. So he signs another oath. To he had conflicting oaths or, or conflicting well, codes and that's of honor. What Jamie was saying, right? Yeah, and it got it. Got what do you Rob do killed. when your oaths conflict? Yeah, and, R- and Rob fucked up. One answer to that, yeah, I actually think I I ended the, the like the last sentence I wrote was something like you should make oaths very carefully and you should break them even more carefully. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's good and then advice. I think I ended it with the Maester Aemon quote: "Whatever happens, the the choice is yours and you must live with it, as have I." You know, yeah, it's sort of like you can never really know when honor duty and oaths well that's line like up with jo- good john keeps saying oh, oh, did i do the right thing did i do the right thing and Tyrion. either way you have to live with it Tyrion says we may never know but yeah you know you you kind of ha- just have to roll with it yeah you can you, you, you can only do your you best you guess. Right. yeah but it's all it's also like the idea is like what are you serving at the end of the day are you serving a queen or are you serving a god i think religion is so powerful because to serve something higher like a god gets rid of all the complication of like serving something human you know yeah but then yeah, ten thousand years go by abstract. and you haven't had wars and all that shit and the people don't really believe in the god like so if you say i swear it by the old gods and the new it's like you would say that if you want to convince me that you're telling the truth even though you're lying well it's, it's like lying on the bible in court yeah sure i'll, I'll swear on the bible how many people swear on the Bible in court? Great. Oh, you're going to believe yeah. that I'm How telling the CEOs, truth? How many CEOs like awesome. swear on the Bible and then yeah. like lie? Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you believe me now? Great. And because sleep, I have no credibility. They sleep great at night probably, right? Yeah. They yeah get, why not? They, they got massage beds and hookers. What more do you need to sleep good? Um, I sleep good. <laughs> I have the best massage hookers. That's not even Trump. I don't know what that. That's just a New York douche. All right. Let's go through our, our quick uh, lightning round of like terrible pick an, ending. Pick an ending that would just be like the worst. Okay. Go. <laughs> Who, me? Yeah. I got one. So picture it's the same setting as how it ended with John killing Daenerys. It. Except instead of John killing Daenerys, Hodor. That's it. Just Hodor. Hodor. Yeah. Do you want to Hodor. elaborate on that ending at all? Hodor. 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 <laughs> <laughs> all right. That would be pretty baller though if the uh, if the Night King won and killed everybody in King's Landing, and then Hodor killed the Night King because Hodor's big, stabbed the fucking Night King. 
Yeah, the Night King's like trying to control Hodor in his Night Kingy way, and he can't. Yeah, and then Hodor just takes the throne. Ah, uh, that would have been just like good. Hodor, Hodor. Yeah, Hodor, Hodor, Hodor. And then they're like, they're like, yeah. is Hodor uh, the king? And somebody tries to sit in the throne, and, he, and Hodor kills him. Yeah, because and I, then he's like Hodor, and they're like could, Hodor, what's wrong? Hodor, couldn't, couldn't you do that to the Night King? <laughs> couldn't you just like, if you were Hodor, couldn't you you just uh, rip off his head and throw it in a river? What's he gonna do? Would the body still be like I'll just walk towards the head or probably. something? Probably. Yeah. All right. I so what that. if I take the head and smash it? What if you take all the limbs off? Is the body gonna like wiggle its way to the limbs? And yeah, but what are you smashing? I can still put it in a box, uh, uh, like an axe. Uh, you could lock the head axe? away and oh, like, no, that would kill box, it. right? Yeah, it's kind like, of. Otherwise, he's What if you split the head in half? Is he gonna like two halves of the head like fight each other? Wait, what if I take a big piece of wood? And <laughs> and I just keep hitting his head till I knock of it off with a giant nail in it. Yeah, because no, because metal breaks when you try to hit the White Walkers with it; it just shatters. Regular steel. Oh, like magic. It has to be. Valerian it has to. Steel. Be, but if I take a really big rock and just crush his head, it, it, can his head not be crushed by rock? I, it's impervious. It comes down to the magic. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Well, I, I don't know. Um, I could lock him in a box. I guess right, like tackle him and tie him up. I mean, theoretically, maybe, but, like, what is tying somebody up? It would mean that the metal is holding back his... No, it wouldn't be metal. I would use I would use rope. steel? I would use rope. Does rope work on them? I don't know. That's a good question. Good question. Ice rope? Dragon hemp. All right, here's my, here's my shitty <laughs> Dragon hemp. Everything's going the one. way it is. Yeah. yeah. And then Tyrion says, like, did you bring any wine when Jon visits him? And he goes, yeah. And he has wine. Oh, this is years in the future. No, no, no. This is like the same scene in the prison cell. Oh, in the prison cell. Okay. And, and so instead, Tyrion does, or John brings wine for Tyrion. John brings wine for Tyrion. Oh, b- before he kills Daenerys. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. And and they have the same conversation, but they're blasted. And, and <laughs> no, but 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 with the tinge of like they're drinking and like whatever. Yeah. And then that wasn't a drinking conversation. And then as right. the the conversation is about to end, um, Tyrion's like, <clears throat> and John looks at him and goes. You betrayed the queen. You got what's coming. Oh. And he kills Tyrion by poisoning him in the wine. That and would be so like, stupid. What? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> he Joffrey's him. It's King so Joffrey's not him. what John would do. You know? Like, it's also. That's such a dishonorable way to kill it, someone. It makes even less sense than, uh, yeah, Daenerys sort of kind of forgot about the Iron Fleet. Yeah, It yeah. makes even less yeah, sense yeah. than that. Or they kind of forgot that if you put a bunch of women and children in the crypts when a Night King who raises the dead is coming, <laughs> that maybe those dead will raise. Yeah. And like, you know, they don't even. Y- It'll be cool. What's his name? What's the actor's name uh, who plays Tyrion? Uh, uh, Duty McDude face. <laughs> Whatever his name is in the in the um those little extra things after the episodes, he 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 sort of want. It looked like he was getting it off his chest. He's like, and nobody thought they're putting us in the crypts with a bunch of dead bodies and the Night King's coming. Yeah, like he said it like really. This is the level of writing in this yeah, season. Yeah, that was really telling. If you watch interviews of oh, yeah. the cast, and they, they they can't hide it really. They're I feel bad because they they. It's almost like they wanted to get it out, so it's like don't blame us for this. And this they is not. Our I fault. think they did great. I think they acted the shit out of some really terrible writing. Yeah, sure. Like they did a yep. great job, and all, it's not like, like, all of them. I, I don't want to say. It was great. I don't want to say like every dialogue was horrible. No, the writing was horrible in this whole outline. It wasn't yeah. detailed. All that, and there were there were some really nice details. Like yeah. I really like 
it, it wasn't the worst. Even when obviously. when Daenerys started burning down the city, I like that the, the stored the hidden wildfire started erupting. Yep. that was a really nice detail, cool detail that I totally thought they would overlook because I was thinking, what the fuck is happening yeah, right they now? They could have yeah. just been like, that's ah, a whole thing. We don't want to put green in yeah. the shot. Like, but that's what's, <laughs> but that's yeah, yeah. We don't want to. How much will it cost to make yeah. that green? Uh, it's like another uh, hundred thousand. Yeah, we used it, it all on that that Dothraki death charge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sorry. Yeah. <laughs> So that's what's weird. They were weirdly selective about a lot of the details, I, I felt like. But, sometimes but, they were good. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes they were just, like, cheap. Yeah. Yeah. So the best ending that would have happened yeah. was if the Night King took Winterfell and he marched all the way down to King's Landing. And then our boy Podrick came in nice. and baked a big old pie with dragonglass in it and served it to the Night King. Oh. <laughs> the Night King's like, gobble, gobble, gobble. Hmm. All right, I'll the give this talks? a try. No, you don't mean Podrick. Well, yeah, you mean, you mean so a, big, so that's the big the twist. <laughs> you mean yeah. hot pie? And yeah, nobody, like, nobody bothered he, trying to ask him. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Like, nobody ever baked maybe me a pie just, before. Maybe he had a yeah. headache and he was looking for Advil this whole time. Yeah, he was just hung over <laughs> for eight thousand years. Everybody was always <laughs> terrified and just treated him like a dick. So he was like, "All right, fine, I'll act like a dick." So Pot Pie was like, "I'll get to your heart and warm your cold heart with a nice." It's such a dragon glass human night problem. And you know, he cucks him and then he explodes because it's dragon glass. Yeah. yeah, he serves him a piece of dragon glass pie. That's not bad. And that just ends, and then you don't know about the, or the night. Yeah, it doesn't wrap up any of the yeah, other yeah, yeah, yeah. plot points. It just got, sort of yeah. ends. What if they or Hot Pie sits on the throne then? What if they give it like a cartoon <laughs> yeah, ending? Like, yeah. what, Pick, what, picking out the, the cherries the, from the uh, dragon glass pie. <laughs> what was the cartoon with like the, the, the bird that runs and like the... Um, oh, Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> I love guessing the completely wrong thing. Um, I'm thinking the cartoon with the fast bird and like the, the Looney thing Tunes that Roadrunner. leaves um, Wiley traps. Coyote. Of, yeah. Whatever oh, uh, Meet Meet. What did you say it was? Wiley Coyote. Yeah, that Meet Meet. Roadrunner. Roadrunner. Meet Meet. Right? I don't know what the name meet, is. Meet Meet. Meet Meet. That yeah. kind of thing. What if they just made the Night King die in that kind of cheap, kind of like, and you're like, did the Night King just die? And then it ends. It's like bum bum ba da dum bum ba da dee. That's what uh, the the actor who plays uh, Davos, Liam Cunningham, he said that he wanted it to end with the Night King's on the throne, just smoking a cigar with his legs up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just chilling. No, but you know how I mean. If, in the serious, because you're like, yeah, why wouldn't he smoke cigars? There's no rules, magic rules. Well, because smoking, smoking a cigar is like a pleasurable thing, and, and to the Night King, he doesn't care about pleasure, right? It's, yeah, he does. He smiles when Daenerys tries to dragonfire him. He and did. I thought that was bullshit. To it be was bullshit. Honest. I thought the Night King should have looked up with no emotion, like yeah. he's always looked. For him to smile, yeah. again, if you're going to make the Night King something else, and that's part of the story, make it part great. of the story. You know who chose the, the, for him to smile? Some other bullshit person who's like, "Ooh, we should make him smile," and they did. Yeah, <laughs> I, I felt like it wasn't even the writer's choice. Like that's a stupid thing. Why is he smiling? It might have said in the script. It might have said, "Oh, Night King grins." No, okay, sure, but it like, might have. Why? I, I don't know. Why would you put that in? It makes no sense. Well, that's like when they ask the Night King's a snake. It's emotionless. It doesn't even get pleasure. No, from it, it's it not. Just but is. it's not. To- that's what was so frustrating in the last scene where I should attach some of our the memes uh, I did for this episode because there were some really really telling put them, ones. Put I- them in like one like complete yeah. place and like well so the one it. that i did was you can put it in like a google folder yeah the night too. king where, where he just kind of like stands there and stares at bran and kind of looks at him and tilts his head and it's as if oh is he doing that because bran is the night king because of some other theory because of whatever they never explained it and well the act uh, the actor who plays bran said because they asked him oh what was that about what was he really thinking or saying and he's he said oh i think he was just kind of having a, a moment of of consciousness of oh this is what I've been trying to accomplish for eight thousand years and I'm finally here, and they were like, "You think? 
Yeah, do you know no that? No one told you? And he's like, yeah, I really don't. He's like, I don't know, I was working the whole yeah. season. Yeah, I wasn't going, also, why didn't, uh, why didn't Bran, he, all he did was look up wheelchair designs in season eight, that's all he talks about. Uh, uh, Damien Targaryen built this wheelchair 130 years ago. Why not go back to the last log night and figure out how, first of all, how did they fight off the White Walkers, and second of all, why did they fail in defeating them totally? How is this not brought up in the series? Yeah. How is this not brought up? Will they come back it's again? Cheap. It's in stupid. Ugh, Ten thousand. I hate years? it. Like, it almost why? gets me angry. Like when yeah. you when you think of it's how cheap. it's very cheap. How yeah. how complex it was. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like a, a mental model for how to describe it, but it would it would be like um, you take like this beautiful like color photography of like a mountain scene, and then like you show like a time lapse of how it changes, <sighs> right? And this is the story yeah. evolving, and it's changing, and then. For some reason, in the last minute of like the seven minute time lapse, it turns into like a cartoon, and you're like, "What happened? Yeah. What happened to like? I thought yeah, this was a, like a real it, it, time lapse." It turns into like, a cartoon. Oh, of, the the film got damaged. Yeah, like so a dog taking a dump or something. And they just make it like winter is like snow, and then like spring is like green, and like summer is like the lake. And, and there's a like, stick figure it? with a sword, yeah, and, and like then it says Jon Snow. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it felt so like yeah. Let's let's forget about the complexity of the real world and just make it like you said an outline. Well, and make it make it what it was always. Its strong suit was being a fantasy series that wasn't like any other fantasy series because yeah. it was real. It was about people Medieval and emotions. Realism. Yeah. Yeah. And their struggles and the magic was always a vital element, but it wasn't the primary element. It was just part of that world. And it turned into cliche genre fantasy. Yeah. It turned into fan fiction, essentially. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And bad fan fiction, not even do good think, fan fiction. Do you think its downfall was purely the writers like rushing like and saying we don't want to do more or yeah it didn't help do you think the popularity was the problem i i think it, like a personal problem between them and hbo maybe i mean it seemed like there was a lot of internal it's it's hard to say exactly because it certainly seemed like there was a lot of internal issues between uh what it, hbo wanted and what martin wanted like martin has said in a few interviews where there was uh, hbo was getting involved in terms of saying oh the, these characters need more time this plot line. Yeah, these characters time. are popular. Put them on. Yeah, more. And it's like whoa. You're and it's it seemed like at that careful. point Martin was sort of as if uh, I I'm I'm good. Y you guys are gonna fuck this up. I yeah. can tell. Yeah. Which is a shame because mm -hmm. Martin actually up until season four, uh, four or five, I was think up until season heavily? five, up until season five, not only was he involved heavily, he would write one episode a season. He actually wrote the script. He adapted oh, the wow. script. Um, it was his script. It, yeah. like he was the screenwriter for an episode. And it's funny because I didn't know that at first. I forget which ones. The only one I know exactly that he wrote. And it was funny because as I was watching the episode, I thought, man, this episode is so good. It's so balancing, like, the best elements from the book and, and sort of con condensing it into, you know, a visual format for an hour. Yeah. And it was the Purple Wedding episode. Uh -huh. uh. And, and I thought that was a great, it was such a well-written episode. And when I found out he wrote it, I was like, fuck, why of doesn't course. he just... Why doesn't yeah. he just write the rest of the series? Yeah, he's never going to finish these books. Just have him do it and have him do it right. And and because I realized, oh, he's actually a really good screenwriter. Here's the other thing: he okay. can do it. So one theory would be that they're making a bunch more money writing for Disney now, right? I think that's what it comes down okay. to. How could it not? If they were speaking of honor in the real world now, if they were honorable people, they would say, "Listen, we we cannot stick around and finish this thing. What if we give it to Martin?" 
or give it to someone else if they pass yeah. the baton. Who I knows think how those th- conversations went? I think, I think went. they were pompous enough to think I think we so can too. do it. Yeah, that's what I think. And then they failed miserably at it. Yeah, that's what I think. I think they... And I think Martin gave them the ending. Like we talked about this yeah. scene with Jon Snow was great because yeah. all the fucking breadcrumbs led there, all the theories yeah. led there. But what they did is cut out all the details and they thought, we'll, we'll still make it great. Well, and then we'll go on to Disney. And they didn't. Well, they sort of forgot how to write a good show. Just like Daenerys sort of forgot how to be a good about queen. the Iron Fleet. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, I'm done. Or, or I'm by, done. I'm turning by, off wait, my bike. Me, the, the last one is like <laughs> the fact that Euron could just like shoot a dragon from like a million, like better than the U.S. military planes from, could from, behind, a, clean. from behind a shot. mountain. Yeah. yeah. Out of sight. Yeah. Unbelievable. And he hit it three times. And then, and then in the next battle where he encounters a dragon, he can't even hit it. With 10 None times the guns With 10 times the fleet. Him. With 10 times the fleet. Makes no sense. Guess what, though? Fake news. If you want it to end a certain way in one episode, that's one way to do it. What, just kill all the dragons? No, I, I just mean like, is like to be like, oh, let's have him kill a dragon in this battle. And, and then in the next battle, like no one can hit the dragon. Why? Oh, because she's mad. Yeah, she's mad. <laughs> because she's angry. She's the, mad. The way arrows fly through the air changes. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> hey, uh, Steve. Any any characters that we should put on the air more? Because like the popularity is like up on them, and like people tweet yeah. about it. Oh yeah, like our Twitter poll says like, we should have like as soon as you start tainting art with that bullshit, yeah, yeah. it's gonna get it's gonna become empty. I, and I think that's when Martin Absolutely. sort of tapped out. It sounds like, or at least from his what I've read that he said. Yeah, and I guess if the writers, because they brought this to HBO, right? Yeah, they first met with Martin. Yeah, and then they brought it together to HBO. Yeah, that that HBO couldn't say, well, we fire you and we'll hire new writers and keep. Oh going. yeah, no, it's their horse at that it's at their, that point. Yeah, but, but if they gave it up, I think that would have been okay, right? If they said like, we're done with this, but. We're gonna pass on our. It would have been better. Someone else. I can't imagine. Wouldn't that be honorable of them? Speaking of that, like... they're probably contractually obligated, though. It's probably HBO wouldn't want to do that because they they say, yeah, if you can finish it. And but if one party, I don't know, I don't know how. Luke, like you said, nineteen million were, but... people watched the last episode. It's yeah. all that matters. Yeah. You know. But they wanted nineteen million people to watch two more seasons. That's what I would have wanted. I know, but like, yeah. So if, anyways, I'm sure the writers, like I I just yeah. said, were were not trying to. Um, pass off the writing to someone else. They wanted to finish it themselves. And well, as a wise man it. once said, "There's no cure for being a cunt." <laughs> that's why I love the show. Like the classic lines, like you have Mace. That's, that's the best wrong like, line I think. You know, of, of the entire love is series. the death of duty. Like honor is easy when you know men are honorable when it's easy. It's when it's hard. Yeah. And all these beautiful lines, but you also have like great lines of like "Stop being a cunt." Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. The amount of uh, sort of. Uh, videos on youtube of just 10 minutes of what's the chicken line that uh, yeah. uh the hound says when he's like um any any more cunt words yeah. pouring out your mouth i'm gonna have to eat every last chicken in this room exactly yeah. <laughs> see that's a great example of a scene oh, that is adapted from the book most of that dialogue is 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 not martin's dialogue mm-hmm. from that scene and they but fucking good. crush it. Yeah, it's way better than in the book. I think like it's still a good scene in the book. But I love that's my favorite scene yeah. maybe from the show it's because really it's it so sums up the whole might is right. Yeah, and and these guys think at the end of the day. Like, yeah, these guys right. think oh we're in control and the hounds just like no you're not you yeah. think you are but you're you're wrong you're about to be dead wrong. Yeah, and he just keeps upping it until it's like yeah I'm gonna have to kill you and eat all your chickens now. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you fucked up. Is that the best fight in the whole show? The fight between Brienne and the hound. 
That's a great one. That's a fucking also one. also not in the, not in the not in the books, but I I actually like how they did that. Yeah. I thought that was a really a really good sort of merging or convergence of those plots. And I said, oh, this is kind of cool, actually. Do that, you know what that it they're, was? They're doing I think that. it was Brienne who was like, I I I can't uh, renege on my oath. Yeah, and it was the Hound who's just like. Fuck this! Like, yeah. like the Hound had a fuck it kind of energy that made him a great fighter, yeah. whereas Brienne had a I will die. Yeah. Well, that's why I love about that fight is because it starts as well. The Hound even is it, it starts with him saying I will protect Arya. I, like I've taken an unspoken oath, yeah, which is stronger than your bullshit oath with your Lannister fucking gold. Yeah. And they start with this epic fight, and then it just devolves into ball kicking. Yeah. yeah. And and punching and like biting off each other's ears, because that's how fights really are. Yeah. You just try to kill the other person by smashing their face with a rock. So that, <laughs> you, that fight really sums that up really when well. When you're I a think. kid and like you're fighting like with friends or, or brothers or something, and then at some point somebody escalates it to like grabbing an ear or yeah, and, yeah. and then really quickly it turns into like somebody could die. <laughs> yeah, somebody's face is about to be smashed. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Fuck all right. Game yeah. of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it was fun. I, I, I'm glad. I, I'm glad. I'm glad it exists. If you know what kind of feels Check like, out the blog post. Do, I'll, it, I'll put it with. It kind of feels like a long relationship where that I, you know, you get out of, and then you're like, I, I'm glad. I'm glad I experienced it. Yeah. You know, you know, oh it's, yeah. It's not, I'm, I'm the better for it. Yeah. Right? There were some great times. We had some great times. It turned out that you were kind of. Wait. Uh, I just thought of a good alternate ending. It <laughs> ends with Arya saying, "It was the best of times. It was the worst of times." And then like the music fades in. <laughs> like, they're like, "Wait, did they just cop that?" Line? And then she just becomes Christopher Columbus, apparently, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of how it ends. <laughs> it turns out Christopher Columbus is like a woman, really. Face changer. She does yeah. wear a lot of. Faces. Oh, that yeah, too. Yeah. That yeah. could work too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, go fuck yourself. Any, any last words? Uh, how do we hang up on each other? Uh, <laughs> I, I think we don't. Oh, okay. So the last thing I'll say is just... All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the Funk Tank Podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you want to help us out, please consider leaving a rating or a review wherever you listen to podcasts and uh, share it with people you think might like it. And if you really want to support us, you can go over to patreon.com slash thunktankpodcast. We have links to this in, in the episode description and other places. And for as little as $1 an episode, you can help us keep the lights on. And you also get access to a very special Drunk Tank uh, feed of episodes. So every few episodes, we'll have a few more beers and record an extra 20 to 30 minutes of extra thunky, silly uh, whateverness. So... There's a separate RSS link you can get from there, and if you put that into a podcast player, you'll get your own separate feed of only the drunk tanks. I think we have about six or seven of them out already, and more to come. Thanks for listening, and stay funky. <laughs>